0: This is from the old school, new school.
1: to Current Issues. I'm your host, Hisham Tilawi. 9-11 is a lie, and today is 9-11. It has been 15 years since that day, and we are not any close to solving the truth or getting to the truth of 9-11 than we were on 9-11 15 years ago. Now, many of us know the truth about 9-11. We know who did it. We know who benefited from it. And you probably know too. But we're not going to talk about 9-11 today, actually. Uh, We will talk about 9-11 probably next week or so. Because today, I have a surprise guest for you. Now, we're not going to waste any time because we have a lot to talk about, me and my guest. And it's going to be a very interesting program. You know me. I don't do soft interviews, not even to my own mother. My guest, actually, he's a good friend of mine. We go back since 1992 When he was running for a political office, I think it was the presidential, Republican presidential primary back then. He was a Louisiana state representative. Actually, he tried the Democratic Party. He ran for a presidential primary back in 1988. He also ran for the United States House of Representatives. He ran for the U.S. Senate and he almost got it and also he ran for governor of louisiana and he almost got it too you probably know who i'm talking about by now he is also a candidate for the united states senate please join me in welcoming my friend david duke david welcome to the program
2: well i'm so happy to be with you dr wally uh you just um a voice of reason and a very crazy and a distraught world, really, because it's just amazing to see um, the chaos and the horror and the degeneration and the destruction that our world is facing. And uh, I believe truly that I have a great chance. Actually, the people of my state have a great chance. The people of America have a great chance to elect a United States senator who will put the true interests of America first, and thereby also put the true interests of every people and every heritage on the planet because uh, we have to understand the world is moving toward war mayhem uh, globalism uh, repression destruction of free speech uh, absolute uh, disaster in so many areas and we need a big change and the best way to change that is right at the head of the snake and i must say that The people who are controlling the government of my country, our country, uh, do not have the interest of the American people at heart and do not have the interest of really the betterment of the European-American people in this land or other races that are in this land or anybody across the world. Uh, They really have the interest of these oligarchs, these international bankers, uh, these media moguls, these globalists, we have only one allegiance that's to the dollar and they're to their own tribal interests rather than the interest of humanity and the interest of the American people. So, uh, good. people are coming up to me every day and they're saying everything you talked about 20 years ago, a lot of what Trump talks about is now, well, has now come da- true.
1: David. You're going to have to save some stuff for my questions now.
2: Okay, (laughs) I'll do that.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to be part of the program, now you know our 800 numbers are down, but I'm going to give you some numbers to call. And when you call, you know, normally I give you a lot of time to talk and uh, 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 say your opinion and stuff. But today is David's day. So if you have a question, ask David a question And uh, uh, so don't don't go through a lengthy uh, speech when you call in. You can write the numbers now, 512-716-1603. 512-716-1603. Now, David, you're running for the Senate. United States Senate. United States Senate. Uh, My first question to you is what do you think of donald trump well
2: i have mixed feelings about donald trump i'm certainly in favor of him to become president i think hillary clinton would be a total disaster to the world we may get world war three out of that i think hillary clinton has produced the things such as isis uh which has been a horror uh, not only for the people of the middle east but the people of europe obviously and america uh, she's produced the policies that have been damaging in Libya and uh, the Iraq war, Afghanistan war. Uh, she has been okay. totally in the back now, pocket. David, of the
1: I Iraq. asked you about what do you think of Donald Trump, not right. what you so think I, of Hillary Clinton. My answer Clinton.
2: to that is the, the first answer I have to say is we have to make a choice. So my first answer is... Whatever I think of Trump, I know who's worse, and that's Hillary. And I know that okay. Hillary's a disaster. Now, now as far as Trump what, himself you know is concerned, Donald, do you know what Donald I like Trump, a lot of his policies? Okay. Uh, I might now, not agree you know, with all of his policies, but I certainly like his core issues. I think he's right about uh, immigration policy, which every nation okay. in the world has.
1: Now, David, let, let, let me interject here. Uh, now, do you know what uh, what Donald Trump thinks of you? Well, Donald Trump has said a lot of things. I
2: mean, he he certainly tried. Uh, I think the media is right about it. He tried to avoid criticizing me, but he's disavowed me, which is
1: yeah. I don't care really. I mean, that's 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 not just disagreeing with you. Disavowing you is now. Now, let me ask you this. Well, let me the, ask you.
2: The, let me ask you, Answer the question fully for you, if okay. you like. Here's the situation. I don't really care. Donald Donald Trump is running his race. He's trying to survive. He's in a lot different demographics in my state. He's in a lot different conditions. He has a media, a controlled Zio media that's absolutely just attacking him left and right. He's totally the the hedge fund operators, the international bankers are trying to defeat him. No question about it. No argument about it. Uh, Hillary Clinton got $167 million in the last uh, month or so. He got like something like $19,000 compared to $167 million. Um No, I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't really care what he, he's doing, what he thinks he needs to win. And as far as I'm concerned, fine. Say whatever you think that, you need do, to win, do you know, uh, do you big know presidency, because I think we need you.
1: Do you know Donald Trump? Have you ever met him before? No, never met him okay because you know he said i think in one of the interviews he said uh, early on he said he never heard of you um yeah
2: that's you know i think he was just trying to avoid the issue but but again you got to realize these uh, questions they're so destructive like taper tapper for instance on cnn now he's big zionist and tapper comes up and says do you disavow david duke and the kkk like David Duke and the KKK and Synonymous. I haven't been in a, in a Klan organization, nonviolent group, since the 1970s for four years only. Uh, totally nonviolent. And I've gone on since that time to be elected to the House of Representatives to make it very clear what my positions are. Uh, I had a perfect Republican voting record in the House. I mean, it's just ridiculous. They ask these questions, and it's almost it's kind of like asking me, what do I think about Donald Trump and whatever, the Communist Party? Or what do I think about Donald Trump and Melania, Melania being a prostitute, which he wasn't, but even the media is even suggesting that she was a prostitute. The vicious, vicious New York media is totally against him. So uh, uh, specific- he was right to say I should stop and wait and see. I could look into the issues first.
1: Yeah, uh, speaking of New York, New York Times, uh, one, one time it said or reported that you said that your voters are Donald Trump voters. Uh, Did you say that, and can you elaborate on that?
2: I never said my borders. I don't believe I ever said Donald Trump's borders are my borders, but I I do believe that every nation has a responsibility Well, that's
1: what they reported. That's what the New York Times reported.
2: Yeah, Well, you know, they, they lie, and that's one great thing about Donald Trump is the fact that he's really called out the media, said that they are overwhelmingly liars, that they're deceitful, that they're hateful, that they control them. it's a controlled media. And that's good because we haven't had a candidate for president of the United States say these kind of things against the media, which is really what every American's got to understand, that we have a controlled media in America. That's a good thing. And I think the candidacy himself, even talking about political correctness and um, going against that and yeah. uh, talking about the fact that we shouldn't be fighting these wars overseas. Not uh, I think uh, all
1: that's good. Yeah. Uh, now, if, if you do a search, and I'm sure you probably have done that, uh, you know, for David Duke, you will see the way they report your candidacy to the United States Senate is this. Um, they either started with white supremacist David Duke running for the <laughs> yeah. Senate, um, anti-Semitic David Duke running for the Senate, um, and, uh, uh, you know – oh. Uh, uh, Ku Klux Klan, yeah, it's, it's uh, the really funny and all, when you really think that. about it. Now, now yeah. how, how, how are you going to fight this image here in Louisiana? Forget about all the other states because you are running for Louisiana. Yeah. How, and now, I know, David, I know that from you know, firsthand that sure. you almost won the governorship here. And yeah, you and these people weren't the voting for
2: KKK, white supremacist, you know, anti-Semite. So do, do, do you
1: really believe you stand a chance now?
2: Well, I, I tell you what, I think I have a better chance than I had before because, as I said earlier, that over the years, I've I, I traveled the state. I just got back from Bossier City. Uh, I've been all over the state. I've never got better support, honestly, from the people. We did robocalls uh, to over uh, 600,000 people in the state. We're on our way to a million. We've gotten tr- incredible positive response. I mean, amazingly positive response. And so, you know, I I think we're going to – I think the thing is that if you even look at Trump, Trump's popular. But look back at my speeches in 1990, 91, 92, as you talked about. In fact, online we have a speech from my presidential race in 92. And you look at those speeches, it sounds like the Trump speech of today, Uh, even though he – he doesn't go as far, and he certainly takes a lot different role, and specifically in terms of the Palestinian issue than I do. But um, well, know, he's, it's he's, really he's the first one. The, by the, the way, similarity.
1: He's the first one, by the way, who referred to Palestine as Palestine. And yeah. Nobody else had. or they always say the Israel and the Palestinians. But uh, Donald Trump, he is the first candidate, uh, presidential candidate, who uh, uh, who actually referred to that land as. Palestine, not the uh, Palestinians.
2: Now- well, he's done a lot of things that the the Jewish uh, elite, the Jewish establishment, doesn't like, and I guess that brings up the next word, anti semite. What is an anti semite? I don't, you know, I don't hate or oppose every Jew. In fact, I, I know some Jews I really respect and admire. Now, like, keep a lot
1: mind, of... now keep in mind, Semitic people are not only Jews because Arabic oh, people correct. are Semitic too. Really I am a but... Semite, but I'm also an anti-Semite too.
2: Well, you're right. You're exactly right. <laughs> uh, and that's a pushing example how they control the narrative in the press. I don't think anti-Semite is a proper term for being someone against you know Jewish, the Jewish establishment. And we can oppose the Jewish establishment, which is certainly opposed to the American establishment, but certainly the Palestinian establishment, the European establishment. It's it's absolutely on the wrong side of every issue, practically, for the United States of America. And uh, and I'm not against every Jewish person. There's some Jews I really like, you know. I, 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 but in fact, like like I was mentioning, Golan Atzman, I, I don't know if you've interviewed him, but he's a great person. You yes, should.
1: I did. I had him on TV. He's great,
2: respect. and he's a person who was once in the IDF. Uh, but, but you know, I'm, I'm a Western Christian person, as, as there's a lot of people who are Muslim people uh, in, in, in the West End and in the Middle East. And the Jewish establishment is absolutely an establishment that works for the wrong side of everything, the destruction of uh, marriage. In the, in the true sense, traditional sense, the of, uh, destruction of our values and moralities, it works for the promotion of drugs to our young people. I mean, it's amazing, just the music industry that it absolutely controls and dominates is so destructive to black people, white people, every people. Uh, all over the world, in fact, this gangster okay. rap with the blood and well, the violence and the well, drugs. Speaking,
1: and- speaking of people, um, let's get into Donald Trump wants to make America great again. What does that mean to David Duke? That phrase, "Make America Great Again."
2: Well, this is a good fundamental question. Uh, I think first off, it, it means going—you know—to the principles that America was founded upon. Among them, like freedom of speech and uh, the Constitution of the United States, which is basically a strap, a strip of paper. Now, if somebody pulls into a university, say University of Louisiana and Lafayette, with a Trump bumper sticker in the back of their car, and let's say they're a professor or a teacher at the school. Uh, unless they have tenure, they're probably going to get fired. Uh, they have no chance of getting the head of the department and no chance of becoming, say, dean of the school. That's discrimination. That's more like Bolshevism. And I also believe, uh, Dr. Tawali, that nations are also a reflection of its people. It's uh, it, the, the people who founded the country. and And our country, the United States of America, was created overwhelmingly by uh... european american christians uh... and the traditions and the values of western europe and i do believe that although no other people should be suppressed every people must be treated respectfully i think we have a fundamental right to continue the nation and the values and the essence of our people and i think there's an intentional the zionists who dom- dominated our media and our government I have intentionally changed the demographics of America, and I believe that the massive immigration that's coming in I, you look at the figures and facts, about eighty percent of the migrants in the last, not all thank God, but eighty percent in the last uh, four decades have gone with the Clinton types and the uh, Bernie Sanders types and who who supports those programs? who supports the Hillary? the people like George Soros, one of the most evil. Uh, neo-marxists on earth, people like that. Chaim Sabin is a good example. That's the second biggest contributor to uh, Clinton, along with his wife, uh, Cheryl Saban. You can go to James Simmons, who's one of the biggest or the biggest hedge fund criminal you know, bankers in the world. You look at Goldman Sachs. It controls the, the uh, financing of all elections, and they just dominate elections through ungodly amounts of money. Like maybe ungodly is the right way to put it, and uh, and they want the immigration. Why do they want it? Because they they feel they can make these uh, massive amounts of immigrants be like kind of shock troops for for their control. It's a divide and conquer strategy. So, so
1: David, how would you? So, if I understand you correctly, make America great again. Uh, that means bring back or uh, preserve the European, the white European culture. That built I mean, that I built, that built this country yeah uh, to start sure, with. I believe that. uh you know of course you know we're not we're not forgetting about the American Indians, but if we if we right. talk about the United States and the newly formed United States, you know, two hundred years old. Uh, That was created by a white European culture, and uh, some people, when they say and when they hear Donald Trump talking about "Make America Great Again," they think, well, uh, uh, he wants to. uh, It's a white supremacist movement, uh, which you have been accused of, but at the same time, you have been fighting for preserving the white. Culture.
2: Yeah, I think every culture deserves a right to be preserved. So how, in the so how are you
1: going to make America great with the white culture yes. when you have so many – okay, he got mad. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, when you have so many different cultures now, uh, how are you going to make that? And, and also I want you to define for me what do you mean by white. We're going to do this right after the break when we come back. My guest is… David Duke, who's running for the United States Senate from the state of Louisiana. We'll be right back.
3: As a regular listener to Republic Broadcasting, you certainly understand the times and circumstances that we are living in. You certainly understand that the good times are over, and you certainly understand what we are heading for. Though we do not know what exactly is going to happen, we must assume that it's going to be a disaster. Are you prepared for that mess? Go to www.bugoutpanama.net and get the necessary information on our growing community of awake and prepared individuals, just like you. At www.bugoutpanama.net, you will learn how we are preparing on our farm, Finca Bayano, for what is coming. Emigrate while you still can to our village, where survival is of the utmost importance
4: Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with Streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens
5: While the large majority of Americans have never heard of cryptocurrency, it is the medium of exchange of the future that has already begun. On the other hand, the large majority of RBN listeners are very aware of the corruption within the Fed and the trillions in counterfeit money and credit it has created. Well, would you like to do something about this? One coin, the fastest growing company of any kind in world history, will pay you to help do away with the Federal Reserve. Henry Ford didn't invent the automobile, but he surely developed many great improvements in the industry. In 1927, talking pictures made silent movies obsolete overnight, and email has practically done away with the need for fax machine with cryptocurrency bitcoin became the pioneer in 2009 but now one as the first ever gold-backed cryptocurrency has moved to the top of the industry in only two years and its impact on the financial world could be devastating to the fed bill gates and richard branson and all the jillionaires are already acknowledging that this system of paying for goods and services is becoming what will be recognized as the new worldwide reserve currency for more information call pat shannon at 601-212-0911 again that's pat shannon at 601-212-0911
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Current Issues, the radio show. Coming to you live from the Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Hisham Tlawi. The call-in number is 512-716-1603, and I know a lot of people are lining up already. Let me remind you, we'll be going to the phones here shortly, but let me remind you, I will only allow questions for David I don't want to hear your comments. I don't want to hear your uh, long editorial speeches. We will save that for next week when it's just me and you. But this... This uh, this call, I want you. I want you to have a question for David and ask the question and allow him to uh, 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 to answer. Now, David, uh, when people think you want to preserve the white heritage, you know they may not understand what that means. Can you? Well, it means uh, tell it means us just what, what it, it
2: says, uh, Tawali, It means, uh, Doctor Twali. It means basically that every country has particular heritage of tribal groups, religious groups heritages and, and every country really in the world is very much concerned in those nations about preserving their unique heritage. In the Middle East, for instance, you have many tribal groups, for instance, a good example of Syria where I've been.
1: So what's what's the white heritage?
2: White heritage is your is European heritage, basically. It's a heritage so of So it's your not it's European not
1: all white people in the world.
2: What? It, no, it's not, not all white people heritage, but it's a heritage where we we came from. It's the heritage of that we originated with. You can call that Western Christian civilization, and in a very general so, term, so and the value is the Western so Christian limiting, civilization.
1: So you're limiting this into uh, geography, which is Europe, and you well, limi- well,
2: I believe in the geography of peoples. Uh, for instance, I mean, but I mean, you have
1: white, you have whites in other
2: parts of the world. Are those included? Uh, I th- I think they are sure. I think they want to preserve their heritage wherever they no, are. No, 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 no. I mean, places there. In some places, they're a minority. So and you want to want to
1: preserve the bloodline, or you want to preserve customs? And I think. What I is little, I think you everybody preserve.
2: ultimately wants to preserve their quote, their bloodline, their heritage. Okay, they, they then, think that then,
1: most then people why you're not including, for instance, Middle Eastern people are white.
2: uh, Yeah, there are definitely there are Uh, Middle East. So why aren't you including those in your movement? Well, well, wait wait a second. I I do include Middle Eastern people who are white, and I and I've met many European peoples in the Middle East, uh, for instance, in Syria, uh, and other places, even in Libya, and other places in the Middle East who are indeed uh, what you would call European peoples. Um, some of them are Christian, some of them are not. But the, the point I'm trying to make is it's just a fundamental issue. I, you know, in Syria, you have a whole bunch of different groups. You've got you, they got the Alawites, you've got the different groups, and you also, right. has, you also have Shiite and Sunni, even divisions among the Muslim groups. And I met the Grand Mufti in Syria. I also met the Christian leader in Syria. And, you know, in Syria, the, the Christians, which are primarily Greek descendants, uh, the Greek Orthodox, I met the great patriarch of the country. We had a very, very, very nice meeting. He gave me a hundred-year-old Bible. In fact, beautiful Bible, which I treasure. And and we were talking, and, and he said, "Yes." He we he said, "We know we live in an overwhelmingly uh, Muslim country, uh, both primarily Sunni, some Shiite, but we respect them, and we know that that's their country. We realize that most of the culture that's expressed by government and officials no. is is Muslim culture." David. David. Uh, and it's you, not non-Greek culture, but they try to preserve their culture and okay. their heritage. And I think in European countries, we have the same
1: value system. Okay, well, in European countries, you also have the majority of Jews in the world are white Europeans. What do you think of that?
2: Well, actually, I don't consider them European. I see they, they, they didn't really originate in Europe. Uh, uh, they're very different but people. M- they have
1: the Most of them from Khazar, Khazaria. Well,
2: well, that's, that's, that's right. Terrible. And there's different opinions about all that. There's different genetic studies that have been done. But here, but here's the issue: the one thing's for sure. Uh, the one thing is for for sure, Hashem, is that they do not identify themselves as white Europeans. They really don't. They specifically say that they are separate from that. They specifically say that they want to preserve their unique heritage, while at the same time they preach. The destruction of European heritage, and the truth is, they like the destruction of all people. They want a world. But they actually,
1: actually from the bloodline of Europe. Well, you may think that. I don't typically okay. think that. Well, I tell you what, David. We have a lot of people waiting, and we're going go, uh, uh, to go. At the point
2: is that they don't identify themselves as, as Europeans, as, and they certainly European don't, don't yeah. defend European heritage and rights. They don't, and they also do not to defend the rights of any other people. And they, and as a group, as a entity, as a. Uh, establishment. They dominate the global banking system. They dominate the global media. They dominate Hollywood, which is a very destructive force. They dominate our politics in America.
1: And very they good. certainly are not doing politics. David, you'll you a- probably hear the music. That means we're going to have to take a quick break. Okay. And we'll come back, it. ladies and gentlemen. It's all yours. The next 30 minutes is for you and David. We'll be right back.
6: Are you tired of brown rust stains on your toilets, sinks, and clothes? Does your water smell and taste bad? Don't live with these problems anymore. HydroCare's revolutionary well water systems, available at Wave Home Solutions, gives you clean, healthy, great-tasting water from every faucet. They remove iron, hydrogen sulfide, sediment, and many other contaminants that are distasteful and damaging your fixtures. You'll be amazed how fresh and clean well water can be. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to bestwater123.com. That's bestwater123.com Robertson Roberts Brokerage believes that everyone should have some of their assets in investment grade precious metals. Robertson Roberts has been a trusted name in precious metals for nearly 40 years. Experienced investors will appreciate our personal service and low prices. If you're new to precious metals, we can help you find the products right for you. Give us a call today at 800-874-9760 or visit us online at rrbi.co. Robertson Roberts Brokerage, when you're serious about precious metals.
7: Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. ExtendoVite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patient's health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com.
1: Extend your life
0: with This is not legal advice. This is a public service announcement from takefromcaesar.us. Only one statute explains how to tax your paycheck, tax code section 83. In decisions from 1979 to 2011, the court say section 83 governs the taxation of all compensation for personal services, but the IRS lies on the stand, claiming to be unfamiliar with section 83. Only one person can explain what Section 83 means. David Merlin. Visit takefromcaesar.us for more information.
7: Hi, my name is Chris. Since the 1970s, I have been actively making products available that support good health. What makes my juices flow is helping mankind get healthy. Today, I'm going to tell you about a product that will help your juices to flow. I am excited to recommend Dr. Miller's Holy Tea to you. Even if we are eating a clean diet... These impurities are entering our bodies. Holy tea moves these poisons that are creating havoc with our health out of our bowels. It works on the whole digestive system. The five tasty herbs are combined to provide an amazing detoxifying and healing tea that will rid your body of the pollutants and soothe your digestive tract, and in some cases, help you lose weight. It is critical for our health to move all of the environmental toxins from our bodies. The holy tea can do that. As a hydrocolon therapist... Remember, with every BM, you're supporting RBN. wwwholytorg 800 326 200
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Current Issues, the radio show. We're coming to you live from the Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Hisham Tilawi. And my guest today is uh, Senate candidate for the state of Louisiana, David Duke. Our phone number is 512 716 1603. And as promised, I'm going to uh, allocate this, the next 30 minutes for you and for David. And we go into New York. On line three, we have Caesar. Caesar, welcome to the program. How are you today? Uh um, doing great, thank you. Well, that's good to hear, and uh, I hope uh, Dave is doing great also. My question to Dave is uh, very simple. Mr. Trump has the kosher seal, and I don't like Trump because he says one thing and then he says another. He went to Mexico, he said one thing, he went to Arizona, said another. He knows what's involved with 9-11, he knows who did it, and then he talks about these organizations which were created by these uh,
2: these intelligence networks that are out there that we all know, you know.
1: So what's the okay. question, Caesar? The question is that uh, does he believe that Mr. Trump has the kosher seal?
2: Has the what? Of oh, the kosher seal? The kosher seal. Well, one thing he doesn't have, I think there's no question, when you really look at this thing in Toto... Whether or not, whatever Trump says, trying to get them off of his back, he certainly doesn't have the kosher seal. He's probably going to get less Jewish votes than any other candidate in the history of the United States of America, per se, in modern times anyway. He certainly has had more condemnation by the Jewish dominated media of the United States of America, from the Jewish dominated establishment of the United States of America. Uh, so, he, so he certainly doesn't have the kosher seal. He certainly tried to ingratiate himself among them, but he's also said a lot of things they really don't like, as, as Hashem stated about the, called the Palestinians, Palestinians. Uh, he's also talked about the Jewish money bags and when he went to the one of the Jewish Republican groups and saying, you're not going to support me because you can't control me with your money. That was considered anti-Semitic. Uh, even though it wasn't. It was just telling the truth about the political process in this country. He has said a lot of things that are pro-Israel. No question about that. He's done that for sure. Excuse that uh, breakup. But uh, do I think he has a kosher seal? No. I think that they're pulling out all stops right now to try to prevent him from becoming president, but it's getting more and more difficult for them. David, can I
1: I interject something here? Sure. Uh, For years and years, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this, Fox News has been the that saturated with Zionist control and Jewish control. Yeah. How do you explain Fox Network uh, with Sean Hannity and O'Reilly, etc., etc.? Uh, how do you explain them being in the trenches with Donald Trump? Then.
2: Well, I think a couple of them are, but if you really look at the overall view, um, I I think that Fox News, because again, Trump was concealing, you know, appealing to conservative Republicans, right? Primarily. Traditional Republicans. So he's he's a He's trying to get nominated from. And they were, I mean, half the time they were just taking him apart. Look at the the debates. Chris Wallace, the Jewish commentator, you know, on Fox, attacking him. For instance, about me if you look at megan kelly and all what what she did if you look at the you know yes they did have some people that defended him but again they they knew also their bread and butter they had to keep conservatives to some point but at the same time they brought republican after republican after republican say i can't vote for donald trump he's not a real republican he's not a real constitutionalist when what do they think hillary clinton's a constitutionalist so you know i i think Fox News is part of the controlled opposition, absolutely. But I think that there's some people there. Obviously, it's it's so clear that a never, never Trump is the same thing as saying always Hillary, and Hillary will contend and continue we know what hillary do she'll continue this disastrous policy hillary caused the rise of isis hillary and people like her caused the insane iraq war and the afghanistan war hillary and people like her have led us to disaster in terms of our military okay. policy and our whole policy around the world and she may cause world war 3 we David. don't know for sure what Donald Trump is, but we know what Hillary will do, and we know who's backing her, and we know that the people in Israel, we know the people in the Israeli establishment in this country, the Jewish establishment, the media establishment, and the banking establishment, we know
1: who they support, and it sure the hell is not Donald Trump. Very good. Uh, let's go to line two from North Carolina. We have Deborah. Deborah, welcome to the program. Deborah, dropped. Okay, we will go to Frank in West Virginia on line four. Frank.
8: Uh, salam aleikum, Dr. Twally. Hey, Dr. Duke, how are you today? Hi, How are you doing? Uh, good. I've known Dr. Twally for over 10 years. He never knew about Breitbart until I explained to him the alt-right. Now, what's your view on the alt-right, which I'm part of that movement, and Hillary's, uh, recent statements on how deplorable Trump supporters are and how it went ballistic on the internet actually yeah, on, media media on my Twitter we reporting. actually reposted
2: yes. one of those pictures yes. on the deplorables like the expendables and they had a yep. picture of course of Donald Trump and they yep. had a picture of the Breitbart guy, they had yep. me on there, Ann Coulter next yep. to me, you know we had the whole group and uh, yep. the alt-right is great the alt-right is a bunch of young people who have well, got it. They understand who really runs this country and who runs this world, and they're standing up. They use satire. They use humor, and it's just a real—it's an incredible movement. It's kind of an organic thing. Nobody can control it, but it, I think it's a great movement. I, we have to make sure that it doesn't get uh, taken over like so many movements have been over the last few years.
8: Yeah, but uh, I'm old, okay? We've been at this for 10, 12 years. We started Skypecast me and Dr. Tawali, and we've been continuing this discussion for at least 10 years, okay? Uh yeah, I've been he, Dr. Yeah, for like, years. Uh, I
2: love his work. I love his work. Right. He, uh,
8: yeah, he didn't know about Breitbart News uh, six weeks ago. I had to sit there and explain to Breitbart and what we've been doing on Breitbart He's one of the
2: old guys like us. The only reason I know about it because they're people like you that I'm so close to around the, around the country, but... Uh but he's m Mr. Twali, Doctor Twali, you're you're part of my generation. We don't we don't get it yet what these young people are doing. Well, I'm
8: older than Dr. Twali and I got it a long time ago is what I'm getting at. We're the ones yeah. that went into the internet, we're the ones running IMAX with money, we're the ones sitting around taking down websites. We're the ones that took the blaze down, we're the ones that took uh Right scoop down. We're the ones that let Huntington Post. Like yeah,
2: yeah, and the Twitter, the Twitter yes. things. Where there's, there's right. thousands and thousands and thousands of young yes. people who are fighting. They have no money. They have nothing else than their genius, their yep. intelligence, and their dedication. And they just swarm over these, uh, these, yeah. these, these, these enemies of of, uh, of 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 the world and of America and of Europe. Statement, the
8: two bastards. Okay, the one basket, okay, she brought in, they said, she brought in, like you said, the Ku Klux Klan, the right-wingers. The uh,
2: ridiculous, yeah. But ridiculous,
8: right. And the other one, she said, are just despot, middle-class Americans, white Americans, trying to retain a world that's no longer there. Globalization's here. We're gone. You're irrelevant. Join the new world and accept it as it is. Accept all the political correctness. Everything that's wrong with the world, accept it because it's never going to change. You're now... Uh, Americans now are in a global economy and we will live like the rest of the world. That's what I got out of that, okay?
2: yeah that's uh, right
8: yeah you destroyed our industrial our manufacturing base we're going to a service-based economy enjoy the world as the rest of the world does it everybody well, they wants eats. to
2: be dirt poor with a, yeah, maybe a big poor. telescreen right in our yep, living room yep, getting yep. our minds off the the, yep. the destruction of our lives and our children yep. that that's what they, buy they want
8: everything online made in china shut down all manufacturing have everybody lives in the urban america or in the rural america move to the cities and get a service-related job that's it I just come back from the mountains of northern Pennsylvania for five days. It is so devastated up there; it's phenomenal. It is so bad. It is so poverty stricken. This was a vibrant economy twenty years ago. Very good. There is
1: no Uh, more work. Very good, Frank. I appreciate the call. Unfortunately, we have to move on. And uh, David, today is nine eleven. Yep. What are your thoughts about who did nine eleven?
2: Well, I think there's a lot of evidence, uh, and, and again, I try to deal as an historian, and you know, I've got my PhD, as you know. I've, I've done a good book on the secret behind communism over the last few years with researching in the archives of the Soviet Union. And I, I believe you know, that there's a lot of connections between Zionism and, and, and 9-11 which are obvious and irrefutable. Uh, we know there were warning messages sent to the Twin Towers before the attacks, right before the attacks. They waited to write before because they didn't want to get out too early. Uh, we know that for a fact. In fact, we we know that because it was printed in the Washington Post and the other groups that these warning messages were sent to Israeli firms in, in the Trade Towers. We know the connections. We know the DEA issued reports of the shadowing of the alleged hijackers by Israelis in fort lauderdale for instance uh... And we have the we have the data on that uh... we know that there was a, a, a guy whose grandfather in fact this uncle was an adl operative who later went and joined and, and uh, operated with uh... none other than bin laden uh... we know that for his name is gay dan that's a fact we we know so many things we know also that the death toll the israeli death toll uh, in the trade towers uh, was impossibly low because a great number of people even commute back and forth between the financial centers and the trade towers in Israel, and yet proportionately it was crazy low in fact, at first uh, they said that uh, four thousand Israelis might be dead that 's what they estimated from the Israeli embassy, and then they said four hundred and then finally the New York Times said zero I mean one, and then finally they kind of said no, actually. Uh, zero, and I'm not talking about Jews, but I'm talking about Israelis, uh, which is almost impossible demographically. So, there's a lot of evidence. There's lots of theories about demolition or not demolition. There's theories about, you know, planes and robot planes and a million other things. But there is a huge amount of evidence. It's incontrovertible from a historian's point of view that there there was a Jewish or a Zion, you might say this way, a Zionist role in this attack. So,
1: so, so, David, how do you manage uh, having that opinion about 9-11 uh, when most of voters you meet and most of people in the United States, and let's say the uh, people with European heritage, yeah. uh, most of them believe it was, the Muslims it was, Bin Laden how do you manage your opinion on this subject to what they believe in? What do they tell well, you? you?
2: know, I don't know if bin Laden didn't have a role in it at some point. I mean, I don't know if if there weren't hijackers involved as well. I, all I know is that historically that we have to look at all all evidence. But I do know and I do see – look, there's a good report right now on Twitter. I have a report on the anniversary of 9-11. And I put in the Fox News report which talks about the Israelis – Infiltrating our our secret services in America, infiltrating our phone lines, and a report from the FBI saying that the Israelis they didn't they didn't say that they could prove the Israelis knew about the attack ahead of time, but the, the FBI said, "quote How considering their power in this role and the fact that they were shadowing all these people, how could they not have known?" Uh, so. I don't think that the 9-11 issue is necessarily a winning issue for us because there's so much controversy. It's so hard to know what went on in a, a secretive operation.
1: So why Donald uh, Trump is not talking about it?
2: Well, he's not talking about it, and he, but he's also, remember, he's trying to win an election. And 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 again, there's a lot of controversial issues that politicians understand. They talk about during an election that just alienates certain votes, whether the wins votes for them, and that's a problem. But that's the nature of a democracy. Um, and also, by the way, for me, uh, the nine eleven question really is much. A, it's a much deeper question. Let's say that the government scenario was completely right. That these were hijackers if they were hijackers go back to NPR go back to bin Laden statements about America go back to the the history of the conflict go back to the ethnic cleansing of six hundred thousand Palestinian people like such as your ancestors forefathers and you look at this and and when you do these policies around the world there 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 becomes a blowback we we, we have to have a policy in America that's in the interest of the American people first and we talked earlier about you know who controls America and the rest of it? David Brooks of New York Times wrote an article called "The Chosen Getting in." Getting in, and I I pulled it up. In fact, right right before right before the show, uh, to just share you a sentence out of the context of this article, he says he gave a lecture about the takeover, of the Amer- changing of the American elite in America, and he says, "quote." She, he says a woman came up to me. This is from the New York Times, and by the way, the, the date on this is November eighth, two thousand five. A woman came up to me. Uh, after one of my book talks and said you realize what you're talking about is the jews taking over america he says my eyes bugged out but then i realized that she was jewish you know i was too and between us we can acknowledge there's a lot of truth in that statement but the jews were the vanguard of a social movement that over the course of the 20th century transformed the american university system and the nature of the american elite so that there is definitely a tribal issue in terms of what's going on in this country and our foreign policy has been completely in their hands over the last okay. many years and i think Very it's good. led to tragic circumstances a million americans Very good. have been disabled even partially or, or Very good. fully David, trillions David. of dollars and of course millions of people in the middle east and you don't okay. you don't get involved in these things without ending, ending
1: up David, uh, suffering we, because we, of it. we're going to go back to the phones we have rob okay. rob calling from louisiana rob do you have a question for dr duke
8: well basically i just wanted to say hello i had met uh, david uh, in, oh gosh in 1994 at uh franco's health club in mandeville remember you, you used to work out there david
2: yes sir how are you
8: pretty good and yourself glad What's to your see you back man? in the country Rob, well, of course, I'm running for the country. United States Senate,
2: Louisiana. Yes. I'm doing it right here from Louisiana.
8: <laughs> yes, yes, I recall the days you were here. Anyway, I, was I was teaching, just I was to teaching call overseas,
2: as you know. I got my doctorate in uh, at, at the largest university in Ukraine a few years ago, but I've been here for quite a while now, and I'm looking forward to winning this race and uh, kind of blowing the lid off the Capitol by maybe getting up there. I think it'll be a great thing.
8: Well, I bet you are. Well, we, we wish you good luck. That's basically all I had Thanks. to say
1: today. Thank you. Thanks.
2: Thank you. Thank you. By the way, Hashem, I got uh, something to, to tell you, too, that might be interesting to you on 9-11. Uh, the other day, uh, I met uh, a young man uh, named Craig, uh, works at one of the restaurants here in Mandeville. And he told me specifically, he, what I found out from him was that his father, who lives here where I live, uh, was on business in New York and died in the 9-11 attacks, his father. Oh, wow. And, of course, he was a very young man then, just a, a young child. And and he told me, he said, you know, looking back at your policies from 1990 when you ran for the Senate, I truly believe that if you had been elected, there's a good chance right now my father would not be dead because he wouldn't have these in, insane policies that led to things like
1: 9-11. That is true.
2: That's powerful. And the guy, he's actually... Uh, he he actually publicly making a statement about this in support of my candidacy and saying that uh, you know he wished the people would have elected me then, but we need we need people like myself Great. now in the U.S. Senate, and I really believe Great. that, and that's why I'm running. Well, and I'm, we're
1: okay. going to take a quick break, David, and we'll be right back. Okay.
0: Paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys; we are legal researchers, and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll free one eight five five two keep it. That's one eight five five. The number two keep it today.
3: As a regular listener to Republic Broadcasting, you certainly understand the times and circumstances that we are living in. You certainly understand that the good times are over, and you certainly understand what we are heading for. Though we do not know what exactly is going to happen, we must assume that it's going to be a disaster. Are you prepared for that mess? Go to www.bugoutpanama.net and get the necessary information on our growing community of awake and prepared individuals, just like you. At www.bugoutpanama.net, you will learn how we are preparing on our farm, Finca Bayano, for what is coming. Emigrate while you still can to our village, where survival is of the utmost importance. Prepare, don't despair at www.bugoutpanama.net.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this is the final segment in the uh, program, and it has been a uh, very educational hour and very interesting hour with my dear old friend, uh, Dr. Duke. Um, David, I wanted to apologize for not being able to make it last night to dinner, but definitely the next time you uh, are in Lafayette, uh, dinner is on me.
2: Well, that's that's wonderful. <laughs> I look forward to it. But I yeah. love the... There's no better food, folks. Anybody that's out there around the country, you don't need to come in and help with my campaign if you like than in Lafayette, Louisiana. it's the And all of South Louisiana. just the most magnificent food you've ever eaten.
1: So how... how- how do people, uh, if, if anyone wants to help your campaign, uh, how do they go by doing that?
2: Well, we need some help, too, because we don't have any Goldman Sachs contributors like these other candidates, and we don't have any <laughs> George Soros types. Uh, you can go to my campaign website. I think you'll much enjoy it. It's dukeforsenate.com, com, And you can simply click on the Donate button and uh, just follow the links. And it takes you right to the transaction uh, report, very secure report of the credit card company. And you can make a contribution. And we really appreciate anything you can give. If it's just $5, it's wonderful. If you can do a maximum amount, that might make the difference whether you win or lose. But whatever you can do to support this effort, I would appreciate it. And it's, it's not me that's trying to get elected, folks. It's you, to a voice. Imagine the first voice in this country, in the U.S. Senate, on all these issues we talked about today. So critical. Uh, not only to our own nation, our own people, Europe and around the world, but the whole world. I mean we're we're fight we're talking about the future of the planet in in so many ways. We've got to fight against this evil big brother, this evil Hollywood establishment, this evil financial establishment. We have to begin to understand that if we don't stand up now, there's no future for our children, no future for their children. We've got to do it now, folks. This is it. Vote for Donald Trump. I urge you to do that and vote for me in Louisiana for Duke for Senate, and by the way, no matter where you live in America, and I can't take contributions from overseas for the campaign. My other work fine, but not for the campaign. It's separate. But ladies and gentlemen, wherever you live in America, I will be your senator. I'll be the only senator who will dare to stand up for these things. And we talked. We didn't even talk about a lot of things. Uh, Dr. Tawalev, we didn't talk about you know, ending the Fed, which I want to talk about. Total campaign finance reform is, I, uh, talking about breaking up the conglomerate, media conglomerate, these lies, uh, the, the media conglomerates, break them up, defang them. Uh, these are the kind of things that I'm going to really propose as a United States senator. Uh, how are you doing financially? Well, we're doing okay. We're not raising as much as the, the all the big boys. It's impossible. Even Donald Trump can't spend anywhere near that uh, Hillary Clinton did, even though he's a billionaire. Uh, but let me tell you something. Our message is getting out. We now have social media. Uh, we have tens of thousands of people on Twitter, Facebook. We have... Uh, it's just amazing the, the videos I have going out to millions of people around America, around the world. So we're we're getting our message out, and that's the difference in this campaign. That's another difference we didn't have back uh, 20 years ago. So there's a lot of things we have working for us, and the truth is so powerful. And everybody, like we've talked about for years, everybody now can see the truth, can see what's really going on in this country. Again,
1: DukeForSenate.com. So you feel comfortable, uh, David, that you do have the organizational structure in Lafayette, I mean, in in Louisiana? Yes, we do. It's
2: a different kind of structure than the old days because the the Internet gives people an opportunity to network and to combine together like nothing else has ever done in history. I mean, before, years ago, you go on a television show and and our program like this and you give your name and address and snail mail and then – snail mail back and then maybe getting involved now after watching the show right now folks you can go to davidduke.com very good you can go to dukeforcenter.com and you can make a contribution right now get involved join the campaign and help change the world very so, good
1: David uh, all we have time is to say thank you for coming on the program and ladies and gentlemen go do the right thing like we always say we'll see you next week same time same place thank you Dr. Duke for coming in thank you
2: thank, thank you, you.
7: Hi, my name is Chris. Since the 1970s, I have been actively making products available that support good health. What makes my juices flow is helping mankind get healthy. Today, I'm going to tell you about a product that will help your juices to flow. I am excited to recommend Dr. Miller's Holy Tea to you. Even if we are eating a clean diet, these impurities are entering our bodies. Holy Tea moves these poisons that are creating havoc with our health out of our bowels. It works on the whole digestive system. The five tasty herbs are combined to provide an amazing detoxifying and healing tea that will rid your body of the pollutants and soothe your digestive tract, and in some cases help you lose weight. It is critical for our health to move all of the environmental toxins from our bodies. The Holy Tea can do that. As a hydrocolon therapist, remember, with every BM, you're supporting RBN. www.holytea.org 800 326